Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, practice, and work. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort. And who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well, the first step, my friends, can be very easy, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience, while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. And to be honest, I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that, among other things, required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips, tricks, and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. This is your family, man. Welcome home, no judgment zone. This week's episode, episode 611, AAA. But we ain't towing nothing. Let's get right to it. Let's go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. Listen, man, real quick, shout out to y'all. Um, Last week, I, I, I kind of let you guys know some things that were going on in my life, and it's kind of been back to back, including um one of my closest friends committing uh, suicide. And when I say closest friends, man, I, I, I want to be clear about it because uh, I think this is a good situation real quick for me to relate like how relationships are cultivated before I get into this right so I used to and this is gonna go into something you know what I mean so when I was younger and really even as I got older as I got back around you know some of my uh friends and you know the digital age I used to play this game called the sims right and on the sims you know, in retrospect, in some ways, I feel like it's almost like playing God, but they had some things on there that make sense. So in order to reach certain milestones or, you know, get certain accomplishments, um, you would need to have, you know, a certain level at your job, a certain amount of money, a certain family dynamic. Like, so for instance, you had to be married and maybe had a kid on the game. And one of them was the amount of friends you had. And when it came to gathering your friends, you had to do stuff on this game, on the Sims game, in order to cultivate these relationships. You don't just walk up to every Sim and you're automatically friends, right? You have to spend time with them, you know, do repeat actions on the game, whether it be tell a joke, talk to a person. Um, you know, there's activities you can do. If you have a pool, you can play pool. You can go play basketball, video games. And eventually, after you spend enough time and have enough activities with this particular Sim, 
your friendship level would level up. It might go from acquaintance to friend to best friend to closest friend. And, 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 and if you didn't spend this time and continue to do these activities with these particular other Sims or other uh, ops players, then your friendship level would decrease. So you can go from best friends back to acquaintance if you don't spend enough time with that particular Sam, Sim who you would gain that relationship with. The same thing is true when it comes to Christ, right? When it comes to God, we get a little preachy on y'all. Bro, it is not reasonable. If, if we were to just define friendship or relationship, right? And we look at how we deal with God if you're a believer, um, it, it should shame some of us. Because if we completely honest with our with ourselves, most of us don't spend no time with God, no time just saying, yo, you're great, no time thanking him, but we quick to ask him when we're in a tight situation for something, right? So just imagine that you're in a friendship with somebody and the only time they contact you, the only time they contact you is when they need something. Other than that, you're a second thought. Now, if you throw that out to anybody and explain it like that, most people are going to be like, yo, that's not a friendship. I'm being used. But that's the same thing we do with God. And with my particular, uh, my particular friend, um, again, I'm using his name as Jackpot. Uh, I didn't grow up with him. And it was actually my, one of my frat brothers who I love. I, I hate saying frat brother. One of my older brothers who I love, who introduced, um, Jackpot to not just me, but pretty much my whole family, a majority of my family knows Jackpot to the point where his daughter was being babysit by some of my cousins and and things of that nature. So when I say that it's one of my closest friends that passed, um, that's because this is somebody I talked to darn near every day for the last two years. And it does. And if, even if you didn't grow up with somebody and know every single specific detail about their upbringing, when you talk to somebody that long and you're having intimate, open conversations, you're going to learn about that person. That's going to become a person that you expect to talk to. That's going to become a person that you are looking forward to hearing from or valuing their opinion. So when I say that my one of my best friends passed away, man, I, I say that based on the relationship, the work we were doing and the cultivation we had. With that being said, yo, I got to shout out to suicide prevention. You know what I mean? If you are feeling some type of way or you don't think you can talk to anybody, you need to be calling 1-800-273-8255. Somebody would miss you, all right? All right, so let's get into it. So on top of the things with Gamble, um, and we're going to get to it, Triple A, right? That's the name of this episode. On top of the things with Jackpot, I'm sorry, because I, I gamble just sounds a weird way. So I want to say Jackpot because it was like the Jackpot where he was going. Um, oh, man, it's, it, it, it's been loaded. I'm going to tell y'all how to deal with this stuff. Uh, I've realized here recently, and shout out to, you know, and I love my friendships because my friendships be so much more to surface level. So shout out to Barbie, Savannah, whatever y'all know her as, um, for just talking me uh through it and, and and even as I speak on friends, I'm gonna tell you what type of friend she is to me. Um the first thing she did was, and this is dope, you know what I'm saying? I got sisters, but females are just so much more thoughtful and just they're more nurturers than than, than men. It just it just is how it is. But the first thing she did was buy me some of those rubber bands that you could put on and they have the sayings. And they're suicide prevention rubber bands. She also got me a bunch of stickers that are in reference to suicide prevention and was like, yeah, if you're in a public bathroom or anything like that, just keep them in your pocket, give them out, stick them up. And that really made me more thankful to God 
that even though I lost somebody I was close to, he's showing me that there's still people around me who love me, care about me, and that I need to still enjoy them and, and continue with those relationships, right? So she did that, and she didn't have to. And I think as men, even though we could talk to each other about our sexual experiences, even though we could talk to each other about things we do with women, things that might be more personal, I don't think that we have gotten to a point yet to where it's comfortable to talk about suicide, not being mentally there, being mentally mentally in a tough space or depressed, right? So um, my experiences have been, and the numbers of this podcast show that it's much more easier to have those conversations with women, Right. So after she bought me that, then she bought me a book that I'm working on right now, which is called Why People Commit Suicide. And it's just her not wanting me to be alone, her showing me. And, and she's a gift giver. You know what I'm saying? I talk to my current roommate now about it all the time. He's like, dude, every time she comes over, she brings something. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's just her. You know what I'm saying? I was like, at this point in my life, I don't even try to compete with her. I buy her nice stuff when I can, but it ain't no competition because that's what she do. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her because even in the midst of that, um, I wasn't alone. I didn't feel alone, right? So even building on that further, while I was having some other conversations with her, she made a very good point and I had to accept it and I had to accept it humbly and it's hard work. I'm in, I'm being put in positions now. God has put me in positions to where the leadership thing in a lot of situations, and I say this completely humbly, is giving. Like my, my character, the way that I uh, deal with people, the love that I have for people, the goodness in me kind of makes it to where at this point in my life, I'm seeing where even if people don't say it, because me personally, I don't care about titles, but the way people call on you, right? You, it's letting me know that I'm, I'm, I'm in a leadership because I got a lot of leadership going on in my life that I got to take advantage of. But here's the second part of that. Savannah let me know that it seems like I'm being put in a lot of situation where now beyond leadership, I have to provide even more as a leader, which is structure. Right. So, you know, I've been mentioning, uh, you know, uh, the shop, me at this new shop and this young guy. And, and this is no slander. Everything I'm about to say is facts because I don't never know who's going to listen to it. So I got to always be aware and be careful about how I'm speaking on people. And this goes into today's episode as well. It's not enough to just just sit there. You can't just be sitting there gossiping about people, bro. If you call yourself a leader or a righteous, you know what I'm saying? You got to be like, what are you doing? What can you do in this situation to try to convey this information to someone as opposed to just picking on them? Me personally, I'm real big on being aware if I'm talking bad about somebody and I'm hyper aware of the things that I can do to make the situation better. So let's hop right into this this, uh, episode, which is AAA. Right. And it could be almost like the towing because it's for three A's that we need as we level up. I wanted to do sensei mode this week. We're going to do it next week because this is what God put on my heart. Triple A's. That is accountability. That is action. That is attitude. And I'm going to, as I go through this uh, episode, explain some of the situations I'm in, what we should be doing if we're put in a situation where we need to provide structure or where we may know the answer and people around us aren't really doing things. All right, so uh, let me build on this a little bit because there is a part to this Florida story that I have been kind of quiet on, right? Um, Before I go into this, let me tell y'all a little bit of my background. I would say that my first best friend in my entire life was a white guy, 
by the name of James Arnold. I remember his his name, his mom's name was Judy, and they were real white people. I don't know how else to say it, but they just was so awesome, man. And me and that little boy, we have pictures, bro. We used to ride the red wagon down a hill and just do all kind of stuff together. And it wasn't kind of until recently as I got older where I was asking my mom, like, yo, whatever happened to James Arnold? That I was like, yo, James will probably tell people today or James today is probably pretty good around African-Americans because looking back at it in retrospect, he was pretty much raised in an area. There wasn't more white people in that neighborhood where I was. It was a nice neighborhood, but it wasn't, it, it was more urban, I would say. But I appreciate that, and I appreciate my mom not and my parents not being the type of parents who were like, yo, don't play with white kids. Da, 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 da. They let me go to his house, sleepovers, all that type of stuff. And I appreciate that because I realized that as an adult, even when I was in high school at a, at a majority white high school, right, even, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be well diverse in any environment. Right now, I'm in Florida. A majority of the people I'm around are white people. But I don't really have no problems. I don't really feel weird or nothing like that because my mom had me cultured enough to where I don't have no dislike for, I don't see no skin color, you know what I'm saying? Now, let me say this. Regardless of how I feel about skin color and not, you know what I'm saying, it would be ignorant for me not to realize that cultures are different. And in my current living situation, my roommate is a dope guy, bro. Um, Looks like he should be an athlete. He's like 6'5", 6'6" camera guy he's a very he's pretty aware he's pretty aware um and this is somebody that I didn't I hung out with I met him he's a dope guy but we ain't spend just a ton of time together before we decided to you know what I mean uh get this house together and, and, and move in so it's just like there's certain things you learn about people when you live with them that you probably wouldn't know even if you're somebody you're hanging out with every day at a bar or something like that until you live with that person there's just certain things you don't know about them so let me start by saying this. I don't even want to say it's been challenging because I've laughed more than I've gotten upset, but I don't know if this my roommate has ever like had a sleepover with with a black family or spent a night with any black. Well, and he went to college. He went to FSU. He's actually pretty cool with Jameis Winston. But it's just little stuff. You know what I'm saying? So let me give y'all, let me give y'all an example of things that you know what I'm saying? In the African-American household, we may not do, but it might be okay in other households. All right? Um, opening something you didn't purchase. <laughs> you know, um, when Jackpot was here, you know, I used to talk to him about these things. And I always told him, like, yo, these are not really issues. These are little things I'm just venting to you about. But they're not really serious, right? And it, it was just so funny. And this is why accountability partners and what, what so forth and so on are important because he was like, well, bro, you can work your way through it mentally. But I feel you because in our culture, folks have gotten into a fight over that. Like I went to college. Right. I don't even got to go as deep as in college, bro. Folks fighting over snacks. You know what I'm saying? Now, is that mature? Is that the best way to handle it? Probably not. But I just know in our culture, if I bought some Uncrustables, a four pack. And you open the Uncrustable, that is an offense, right? That That's probably worth a chumping or a, hey, man, what's up? Like, you just going to open my crust? It's probably worth that. Eating all but one Uncrustable after you open them, that's grounds for a chump out. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? That's grounds for a chump out. 
let me tell you another thing. And this to help all my Caucasian listeners out there, because at one point I wanted a book. I wanted to find a book that kind of, and maybe I can make the book kind of, if you're a different culture, ethnicity, living with a different ethnicity, it's just some ground rules and things we don't do. You know what I'm saying? Like with me having sisters and the way my mom is, I'm cleaner than probably the average male. Right. So I'm not going to let no pee get clogged up on, on the side. And I'm just sorry for being graphic, but I'm letting y'all know we men, you know what I'm saying? In the house that I'm at and I'm letting you know how I was raised. I'm not going to let pee get clogged up on the side of my toilet and get all yellow. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to continue to put stuff down the dishwasher disposal without dumping some bleach and hot water down there. Eventually, you feel what I'm saying? When I clean up the kitchen, just because it looks clean, I like to make sure it's clean. So if the counters got crumbs on them and all this food you've been cooking all week on them, it can't annoy me. It can't annoy me. Um, I have been learning a lot in my current living situation. And I got to a point to where I was just kind of getting perturbed. And I won't even say perturbed, but just like, and I hate to use this, but I, 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 I can be accountable with myself as we get into these triple A's. I'll be too grumpy. And I've talked about this before. Whether it was when I was back in Atlanta, I have the propensity to get grumpy and be this old man when it comes to certain situations. And I want so bad not to be that that I'm aware of it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not big on flying bugs, man. And, and when I say I'm not big on flying bugs, like I'm not scared of them or nothing. But if I'm trying to go to sleep and I see a bug flying around, I can't go to sleep until that joker is dead or out the room. I just can't. But if you're somebody who was maybe brought up in Florida where it's darn near scorching hot every day and you leave the door open and a couple of bugs fly in, that might not be that big a deal to you if that's what you were brought up around. Are y'all following me? So I'm just giving y'all a little insight into, into just, you know, situations. And, and that's just my roommate situation. Now, all of that to say, I love the guy. And I wish, because I'm, I'm a loyal person. So if we tight, and I feel some way about you, but I'm living with you. I can feel that way. I'll be darned if you're going to say something about my roommate. Um, and I don't want to get too much information. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to make a look on it anyway. But his grandmother just passed maybe three months ago. And y'all who've been listening to this podcast, y'all know what's up. Y'all know that when it comes to them grandmothers, it hit different for me. So when his grandmother passed and he began bringing items over from her storage... It wasn't in me to say nothing, right? So we got Christmas decorations. We still got the Christmas wreath hanging up. We still have the nutcracker figurines to this day in my house. But you know what? I don't know if that reminds my man of his grandmother. And he may not be able to voice that to me like, bro, I I'm just grieving over my grandma. I just said this. That's our problem is me. Even this is this is a different ethnicity and he know I ain't going to do nothing to him, but it's hard for us to express when we depressed and we feel so type of way. So I'm just being extra sensitive. And I remember some people came over who was his friends and they started cracking jokes about the Christmas decoration still being up. Now, me, I immediately get defensive. Like, I, I'm sorry. I know it's weird, but like if I'm annoyed with you, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk my talk, but I'm not going to let nobody get on you, especially if you my roommate. So they came in cracking about the Christmas decorations and immediately I'll be hyper aware. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if this dude is leaving them decorations up because they remind him of his grandmother. Because to keep it real, if that's why he's leaving them decorations up, guess what? We having Christmas all year. We having Christmas all year. This man leave them decorations up because it, it makes him feel some type of way or comfortable with his grandmother passing. We leaving them joints up all year. So they didn't even realize that. And they his, they his friends that he had for a minute. 
I realized it. So I had to jump right in on something that would normally bother me a little bit. And I had to stick up for him because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I got an issue, but I live with this dude. You can't come as an outsider, come talking trash about him. I ain't going for it. And I'm protective like that. Like, you ain't going to talk trash about him. You ain't going to threaten to fight him. You ain't going to do none of that to my roommate, regardless of what I'm saying about him and what I got going on. That's something me and him got going on. But I'll be darned if anybody else think that they just going to pop off to this man. So that's one situation. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I could probably come up with a whole another playlist of just, you know, Trey and Kevin. You know what I'm saying? LS3 and Kevin and just our... Our, our, our adventures, but I'm not here for that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm using that as an example to show you the situations that I'm in and going back to what I just said about, I can see where God is having me step my leadership up. It ain't enough to get up and sweep every day, bro. It ain't enough to clean the house if you want it a certain way. I have to provide some structure. And I'm not saying it like he a kid or nothing like that. Sometimes we get too caught up on the, in, 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 the, in the details, which really ain't no details. Nah, ain't nobody trying to sun you. He may have not learned to clean that particular way. We from different cultures. So maybe I know a little bit of a better way to, or efficient way to clean. It's not on me to just get grumpy and be mad at this man. It's on me to throughout talking and conversation and everyday situations, mentioning the things and hoping that he's open to it because there are things that I am learning from him. That's the other part. So let's get into this, to, to, to this triple A. What's up with this episode? Why are we calling it AAA? Why are you talking about, you know, um, having to create structure and your roommate and the way that you're handling? Why are you talking about this? AAA, man. Three A's that I'm going to speak on briefly that I think we all need to take into situations that are less than advantageous, less, less than preferable, situations that might be a little tight. There's things that we can do. And it starts with the triple A's, accountability, action, and attitude. Accountability, action, and attitude. When things are going rough back to back to back, and we feel, because it may not even be reality, you know what I'm saying? Feelings isn't always reality, right? And we feel like we can't get a victory or like things is going bad when we feel like that way. The easiest thing to do is remove yourself from the situation and be like, why me? Why is this happening to me versus anybody else? This isn't fair. This isn't right. This isn't correct. This isn't righteous. Why me? Wow, what's going on? The easiest thing to do is to take it off of you, especially when you have so many outside things going on or that we feel. Because again, I'll be telling myself this, bro, just because you feel a certain way, I don't mean that that's what it is. So just because we feel that it's a bunch of outside influences and everything that we can't control that might be disrupting whatever we got going on, the first thing that we need to do, the first thing that I try to do when I get too grumpy and get too too grumpy, right, I'm complaining, I want to use another word to start a beat, but I ain't going to do it, keep it clean, I start pausing, right, Kobe hand, and then I start looking at myself. You follow me? Let's talk about the shop that I'm at at this point. My boss's name, I'm trying to say it white, is Wyatt Wilt, Wiltite. That is his name. Young guy, bro. He's, he's very ambitious. He has the hustle, but he don't necessarily have the literacy. And when I say that, I say that humbly and, and realistically because he didn't graduate high school. My man jumped off the porch and into the water crabbing. You follow me? So 
when I'm dealing with helping him run his business and I see stuff like the voicemails not changed from the previous business, the Google page hasn't shifted from the previous business name. He got one menu in an African-American neighborhood. And I told him, I was like, bro, somebody going to take that little menu and you're going to be crying. Right. When he doesn't have the structure or how he sells his crab sizes, because believe me, at his shop, I'm dealing with my people. You feel me? And I don't even want to get into that. That's going to be another discussion. But I know how my people are. And a majority of us, if you been to us pushing, if we complain, oh, that crab's too small and you just been, we're going to be back every week. We're going to be there every night. Right. It's not on me to necessarily uh, be like, yo, this sucks. Why this man don't got his business together? Why am I have to do all of this that I'm not being paid for? And, and, and me, like, just just humbly, right? Because I got to start standing on some things that, that are true. Bro, I know how to run a business. I know how to get money. I've been throwing parties and had my own business for well over 15 years right now. You can go Google it. So I know how to do one or two things. I know how to get your AdSense, right? I know how to post every day. I know it's certain things that I know that he may not know how to do because he's showing me he don't know how to do it. So it's real easy for me to be like, man, F this, man. I ain't going to work hard. I'm just going to do this. That's the easiest thing to do. But the harder thing to do is to take accountability and realize what you can do. Right? What can I do in that situation? I can sit there and gripe and complain. Or I can use it as an opportunity to get my level up when it comes to providing a business structure. You see, just like that. And that's why we're going to go into the, 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 the second part. Accountability is one. And for a couple of reasons, I'm trying not to harp on all of these too much with the triple A's, but it's just like, bro, I tell people all the time until you see that you could do something better or that you can approve, you're going to forever be pointing at somebody else, blaming them to do better and them to approve. And the thing that is unfortunate about that is you can't control what they do. I tell people accountability is important because it gives you your power back. And some people just don't get it. Oh, you're this. Oh, this person did this. Oh, this person did Even if that's the case, they have all the control based on the words that came out of your mouth. I'm going to take accountability. What can I do to be a better leader when it comes to cleaning up the house? Maybe I need to make a list. Maybe I got to just be patient and gentle and be like, yo, bro, this is what I usually do. You know what I'm saying? This is how I was taught in the hood how to do the sinking and whatnot. Yo, bro, this is how I normally operate. If that don't work for you, how can we make it happen? I can also take account. Here's the other part. This is going this to hurt some of y'all. Bro, what can I do better as a roommate? What can I do better around the house? How can I communicate better? And it hurts, and especially if you're not used to it, the more you do it, the more humble you become, the more accountability you take, the easier it will be. And I think in a lot of situations, because I put in so much practice with accountability, I accept it so fast without the theatrics that people feel some way about it. And be like, well, man, this man said he was wrong and he's working to do it. But I didn't see this big grandiose show of him apologizing and boohooing. Yeah, because um, I've been unaccepted accountability and already on to the next thing, which is action. While meanwhile, you looking for some kind of theatrics or something. And I think that's where a lot of my disconnect comes with people who maybe might not be on the same mental awareness level that I am. I'm going to accept that accountability and move on to action without the theatrics because I'm so used to to, to it. I, I usually try to, timing is everything, pump my brakes before I get there. The next thing is action, bro. Action. This is again about taking your power back. 
empowering yourself humbly because we ain't talking no weird i'm a god and all of that nah bro we just talking about simple stuff that you can do to make your outcomes on your day-to-day life be better what can you do if it's here at the house bro you might have to make a list and, and, and the, the same stuff that my female friends used to do for me when i was younger bro it might be time for you to do that you might have to write a list on the board and put you know what i'm saying swifter uh bleaching the da-da-da, and do a check off is it extra work? Yes, but what is my end goal? Harmony in the house. Bro, I don't mind taking some action with the with, to, 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 to incorporate some harmony in the, in the house. Let's go back to this shot with White. Because this Wyatt situation with this shop is loaded because there's a lot that I'm not telling y'all. And it's going to give us pretty content to continue to talk about for the rest of this uh, season. But as I have told y'all... I'm darn near going to go to Netflix at the at some point and just give them all of this and see and ask them what they want to do. Netflix, Hulu, Max, whatever you want to do. I'm going to play myself. Whatever you want to do, here's the story. This dude, and I try to say this humbly, bro, because, you know, again, as I step into some of the things that God has helped my character become, I got to take proudness not pride but proudness in it and stand firm on some of the things long story short bro i don't care how many traps you got i don't care how long you've been crabbing bro i don't respectfully bro a 22 year old kid from punta gorda florida does not know more about business than ls3 who done been to college through parties in atlanta done music business deals done podcast bills you just don't bro you just don't right so I had to first realize my situation. This dude is a 22-year-old kid, and he grinds. Now, I'm going to tell you what. If when it come out to these crabs, he could tell me where the crab came from, and I respect that. That ain't my thing. But when it comes to running business, bro, it's evident. Because the things that I'm identifying as business practices, you're not even aware of. So when I can peep, at, here's the other thing. And I don't expect them to, right? I tell people one or two times what I do with my podcast and my life coaching and all of that. That's it. I'm not going to continue to tell you that. So when I start eating your lunch by being observant or dealing with things in an intellectual way, that's just on you, bro. That's on you. So when it comes to body language, when it comes to people having a tail, why I got to tell where he blinks really fast when something's going on? I'm going to be tapped into that. And it's not even that I'm trying to spy on nobody. It's just how I'm built. Right, bro. I know that this man's tried to sell this business at least twice. Since I, man, I'm gonna give y'all the tea. I'm gonna give y'all the tea, right? Real quick, I'm gonna give y'all the tea because we still talking about action, right? Because all of this went into like how I decided I'm gonna start moving with him, bro. This dude act like me and Savannah is not close friends. Furthermore, Savannah's parents, I call them my Florida parents. So, bro, you're probably not gonna be trying to sell the shop to my Florida parents and my best friend without me knowing nothing about it. And this poor kid, bro, I don't know if he's just not thinking about it. I don't know if he's not aware. I don't know if I'm just able to control my tails. He don't realize that I know he's tried to sell the shop. I'm doing all his books. I know how much bread he's making. I know what he's telling people he's making. I know his financial situation that he's in. It ain't on me to try to to, to, to try to get involved in all of that. But I'm going to tell you what I am doing. I'm going to make it easiest for me to work and make as much money as I can while I'm there. Period. So if I have to be like, yo, why did you know there's a printer right here under this desk at this shop that you've owned for six months, right? You know, the printer is wireless. 
You know that, right? You're from the new generation, right? Check this out. If I take a picture of this menu and then send it to the printer, what a couple of copies of the menu, bro. And he was mind blown at that. So that alone allowed me two things. Number one, that allowed me to start realizing what actions I can take and what accountability I can take. And number two, who I'm dealing with and to show him some empathy on how I'm moving with it. Now, this is going to be a to be continued. But I'm using these two particular situations to let you know how I'm going about and is staying in a solid, grounded, righteous place. Because the third A should really be the first one. Like Biggie said, number three should have been one to me. Attitude is everything when it comes to accountability. Bars. Your attitude is everything. And I know it sounds so corny and I'm somebody who's almost 40 years old and I find myself more and more saying stuff that just like I thought was corny, but it makes sense. Attitude determines everything. Because if your attitude's not right, you're not going to want to, you know, think your way through things. It's going to be easier to pout and complain rather than trying to make things happen. You're not going to want to work in a shop where a guy who really doesn't know how to, who needs your help. You see what I'm saying? You're not going to look at it as he needs your help. You're going to look at it as he's using you. But since because I take accountability action and then make sure my attitude is right, I realize fully I'm dealing with a 22-year-old who means well, but when it comes to outthinking me, he's outside of his league. What can I do to help him? What can I do to help him? I need y'all to understand something because I ain't about to keep y'all long. I feel so much like a preacher. I ain't about to keep y'all long in here, but I need y'all to understand something. When you start worrying about these triple A's, right, accountability, action, and your attitude, you will be able to see things through different lenses, and you will be able to understand from a spiritual aspect some of the things, right? Because the scripture says that his ways are so far from our ways we can't understand, but God will give you glimpses into the work that he's doing. God will confirm the things that you're doing. And when it comes to this accountability, action, and attitude. I'm going to leave y'all with one more story of something that just happened yesterday. Because this is a lot, bro. There, there are so many things that go on mentally in my current situation, so many situations that for me, at, a, at this point, I'm starting to become numb to some things that I would, and, and I don't know. I got to see whether it's a gift or a curse or not, but I'm starting to become more numb or more level-headed to things I will overreact to, Right? But I just want to give y'all an example. So I started sitting down, you know, journaling, talking to God, thinking about this situation where I'm here to help other people. That's my biggest mission so far here in Florida. I'm here to help other people. And I get up and I walk Mamba to the to, to, to the dog park around the corner. And, you know, it's in these nature moments or these quiet times that I try to think about content, what I can post, because I'm still not 100% from my man passing. I'm just pushing through. So my posting ain't as frequent. It's not as deep. And I ask that y'all just, you know, say a prayer for me and continue to uplift me. Reach out to me. Prod me, man. So I can, so I can still continue to provide you guys on information. But I was walking Mamba to the dog park. And um, and on this particular day, it, it was like a slot. This was yesterday. It was a slalom of dogs and hazards. You know what I mean? I don't know if y'all know what that means, but like darn near every few houses, there were some dogs barking or a place where we needed to cross the street. And the whole time I'm like, yeah, man, you know what? Life is like walking these dog walks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got to be aware of your hazards and navigate them, so forth and so on. 
But I'm extra hard on myself. I realize that mentally right now, I'm still trying to get back to 100% positive with the with the death of my friend. So I realize I'm rusty. So I'm like, nah, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. Let me go back to the structure thing. And I'm walking mama, walking mama, get, get back. I get back to the, to, to the house and I hear my neighbor behind me. You know what I mean? I, if y'all haven't gathered, I live in a primary Caucasian area. And I'm not saying that because race matters. I'm saying that to paint the picture of realistically, right? There's probably not another black person in any of the 30 surrounding houses. And I want to say 50. So it's important that I set this tone for y'all on accountability, action, and attitude, right? So I get back from walking Mamba and I have, you know, my neighbor, older guy, his name is Martin, Marty. And again, I'm, I'll be very aware to just like people when they want something or maybe they want to talk and, and they don't know how to initiate it or maybe they want to ask something. And they, I'll be aware of that. So, you know, I was sitting out back on my uh, screen and porch part, right? Look at me. God is good, right? We just talked about this. I was kind of iffy about Florida. Now I got two out. But anyway, um, I see Marty. You know what I'm saying? I see Marty walking back and forth and he's being kind of loud. So I'm like, yo, let me see, let me speak to this dude. You know what I'm saying? He's an older dude. Empathy, bro. You feel me? I have a dad who be walking around trying to do this crazy stuff. Marty be doing with no kids there, no surveillance. So I get it. So I'm talking to Marty and I'm just like, yeah, man, I just had to check on my dad. You know, uh, you out here doing stuff. Just be careful. I just told him straight like that. Go back in my house. Did some stuff with mama. And then I hear his dog barking. But the dog, I can't even explain it. The dog is barking in a way to where it sounds like the dog is right outside of my bedroom window. Enough to get my attention. And all of a sudden, y'all don't laugh at this. Y'all don't laugh at this. God forgive me. It's funny now because he's okay, but don't laugh. All right. All of a sudden, after the dog heart, and I hear, oh, oh, help. Oh, help. Oh, 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 God. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, bleep, bleep, bleep. Let me block it out because he was saying some curse words. I can't just say all them curse words here. Bleep, oh, bleep, bleep. So imagine you calling because he's really calling for his wife, right? Imagine you calling for your wife because something happened in the yard. And here come LS3 running out back. You know, the black guy like, yo, Marty, you good? I could tell he was embarrassed because event immediately his tone went from, oh, 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 oh no. No, I'm actually not, right? And I know it sounds funny, y'all, but I'm keeping it a buck. He was like, no, I'm not good. Y'all, I looked. Don't laugh, y'all, because we're going to get to a better place. This dude was crumbled up behind his uh, house over by his air conditioning unit and pool cleaning unit. Crumbled up. I guess he was on a step stool. He stepped on the top step, lost his balance. He's not an athlete. Fell off that joint and split his leg open to the point. It was so much blood gushing. It looked like a movie. So he sees me after I just told him, like, yo, I'll be worried about my dad. Take care of yourself. And Marty's back there in bears laying on the ground. So I immediately spring into action. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Barbie had came over and cut her hand maybe a week prior. And I realized there's a bunch of stuff just as a bachelor with no kids. You would think that you have, but you don't think about it, such as band-aids and gauze. So I had went and bought band-aids, gauze, alcohol, whatever, just because that situation happened to make sure we were prepared. So I was more prepared when I seen him gushing. So eventually his wife comes, you know, kind of, I don't want to say running, but just like walking as fast as she can at the house. And she sees that man laid back on the ground. You know what I'm saying? We tie his wounds up. You know what I mean? Um, 
Call 911. Even with that, she was kind of panicked. 911 almost passed right by the house. I had to run out there and wave them down. Now, mind you, I just told you what neighborhood I'm in. I told you, and, and these are just facts. It ain't a race thing. It's a fact. It ain't a lot of black people here, bro. So I'm doing all of that. And as they get Marty up off the ground and put him on the stretcher and get the bleeding under control, Marty goes, hey, Trey, Trey. Yo, man, thank you. I appreciate you. And in the moment, it didn't mean nothing to me. I just felt like, yo, I'm just doing what any good human being would do. It don't matter your religion. It don't matter your background. It don't matter your color. Are you a good human being? Would do. Because true, I'm going to laugh at you now because he's gotten the stitches. He's been back. I've heard him over there celebrating and chopping it up with people. I don't want to embarrass him. He's probably a little embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? You yelling like that and here clear I come outside talking about are you straight? But I want to go back to what we're talking about in this episode. The accountability. I had to have the mindset. And it's a humble mindset. I know it sounds arrogant, but anybody who knows me know it ain't cool. It ain't nothing to brag on. Brag on. Yo, I'm here and putting this situation by God to help everybody. That ain't the way to go about it, bro. Um, You learn from the experiences. You know what I'm saying? You tip your head. You pay it forward. You keep it moving. It ain't nothing to really even talk about. Because as I was telling Barbie the story and my mom's story, he was like, bro, you are really there to help people. And I ain't even see it like that in the moment. But as I'm talking about this, I need you guys to understand with the triple A's, the accountability, your action, and your attitude, if you take into account, no matter what you're going through, what you're faced with, and matter of fact, in those situations where it's easiest to point the finger instead of pull a thumb, we need to chill out, Kobe hand, and see what it is we could be doing better. Because I'm a firm believer in lead by example. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to somebody, but before I go talk to my roommate about some things we could do to keep the place cleaner, I better darn sure Mayor, make sure that I'm going about things in the, in, in the best way, cleaning in the best way, speaking to him properly. Before I go down here and even think about telling Wyatt what to do with his business, when really, a slick might want to buy it. That's another story. Maybe I need to look at what I can learn from that situation. Because, bro, if you want to be a... People have all of these big dreams and aspirations to do these big, important things. And they completely forget about the work. If I can't do more than just lead, mentor, try to give people good advice, how can I be this leader that I think God's calling me to, to be? There's other skills that I lack that right around me are places and areas for me to practice them at any moment. But if my if my if my accountability meter ain't turned up, if my actions and my attitude is not right, I'm going to miss them. And you're going to turn into the opposite. Somebody who has given all your power away because you hold everybody responsible except for yourself. So I just thought it was important for me to speak to you guys on what I'm going through. And let's talk about these triple A's. And I challenge y'all to try it today. Accountability, which is really hard for people. You know what I mean? I haven't lived in no other countries I've visited, but America, bro, white, black, Asian, yellow, it don't matter. Mexico, it's hard for us to take accountability. You know why? Because that usually means that there's something we could do, more work that we can do. And that just ain't the, 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 the natural way of thinking. Number two is action. 
especially if you sitting around every day. And I know I'm doing it. I know I do it. But, bro, I'm not going to sit around and dog talk somebody every day and not at least say a prayer for him. You know what I'm saying? Check this out. My roommate, bro, I got so many stories, bro. His, his dad brought him a bigger bed frame. I don't want to go too much into it. But it's sitting in the garage. So at first, I was kind of grumpy, like, yo, he's turning our garage into storage. That ain't the way. Accountability and action. How can I be a better roommate and what can I do? Hey, bro, you know what, bro? Whatever day it is, whenever you feel like you got time, bro, I want you to know, and I mean this, it's not a rush thing. I will help you get your bed together, my dude. It's a big bed. And that's it. That's all I can do. Accountability, action. And here's the last thing, attitude. And again, attitude really should be first, but I'm trying something a little bit different here because if you got the accountability and action part, your attitude on the situation should by default come in and be something that you're aware of. Let's take it to scripture, bruh. When it comes to joy, happiness, cheerful and tough situation, boy, Jesus talked a lot about that, a lot about that. And we, we just talked, and we just talked about this at the beginning. I know this is a loaded episode, cultivating that relationship, but he talks a lot about being righteous in difficult situations. And if your attitude isn't right, if I don't take this attitude, even my situation, it could be darn near delusional. But I'm not harming nobody in my delusion, and I'm still making money and doing the right thing in my delusion. It could be delusional that I'm thinking like, yo, God got me in these situations to where I could be a little bit more of a better leader and provide some structure. It could be delusion. I doubt it, but it could be delusion. But the delusion, if it is, is coming from the right place. So I challenge y'all, this week, this day, this week, this month, Valentine's Day coming up. I'm not even going to get into that. But for a majority of us, that's probably the first upcoming thing where we can practice the triple A. So, yo, take some accountability, make some actions and have the right attitude about it, man. Yo, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all rocking with me while I've been a little bit inconsistent with everything that's going on. But that's why I'm letting y'all know. Remember, yo, whatever you desire is usually past your latest obstacle. So keep pushing. Take one more step. When you like, yo, I can't take no more steps. Take one more. Do one more thing. Make, take one more action. It had a right attitude about it. I love y'all. Be nice. Be a good human, man. Y'all already know what we do. Until next week, y'all stay up. Love y'all. Yeah, yeah.